Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dark down for a while 2023, you guys, and I'm winging it. Hi, it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. That's the website, the Dork Forest, if you like a determiner. Dorkforest.com also works. JackieCation.com has all of my stand-up information. Like, it has videos, it has pictures, it has links to this podcast and to my other podcast with Lori Kilmartin. It has a merch store that has Dork Forest t-shirts. It has all of my stand-up merch and all of my CDs and DVDs. So, that's what you know about websites. There's an opportunity because uh, we're in the new year here that you can donate to the Dork Forest. I don't have a Patreon. I don't have uh, anything really set up, though I understand you can set up on PayPal a monthly if you wanted to. Uh, you could donate and uh, be of uh, to support the show. This is the 17th season, the 17th year I've been putting this stuff out. It's free, but if you have money and would like to throw me some money, boy, howdy. Uh, uh, there's a PayPal. The, uh, there is at my webs at my email address, actually, Jackie at JackieCation.com, which you can also email me and tell me how much you're enjoying the show. You can also do Venmo if you'd like, which is just Jackie Cation, no hyphen, all one word, picture of this, this person, me. And then um, I think that's it. I think I have Zell, but it's too complicated. Other than that, let's do the credits. Patrick Brady, still in, fixing the audio all these years later. Give it up to Patrick Brady. That's what a lot of your donations support, by the way, because I like to uh, share the wealth. And then um, Bill Mose, he does the websites. And Mike Rickberg wrote and sang that song composed and sang that song with his wife now, Sarah. And uh, at the end, he sings uh, the Mexican hat dance, which is always fun. Anyway, I'm sure there's more to it. There's a band camp that has a bunch. It has like a, a, a stand-up storytelling album that was never released. It's uh, There's also a, a bunch of live episodes that many of them are free. There were 200 episodes that were not pre-recorded, and I sort of culled through those, and I pulled like 17 of the best ones. There's an album collection of that, 17 Hours of Dork Forest. If you run through all of the episodes, go to bandcamp.com, Dork Forest, or Google those words and you'll find it. Anyway, there's probably more. I can't remember any of it, but you're doing great. Feel free to enjoy the show. Hey, Jackie Cation here in my garage with finally another Harry Chapin fan. Welcome to the program, Laura Kempton. Hi, it's great to be here. There you go. Laura Kempton, uh, you should know, has a relatively new blog that I'm going to put in the uh, in the in the notes. What is how does the blog go? How does it is uh, it at the, the cozy the cozy cuttlefish.com. The cozy Doesn't sound cozy to me, but I looked <laughs> at it briefly and there was a very long article about yarn. So get in on it, people. Fiber talk. Uh, first of all, I, ref I learned that it was called fiber. Anyway, uh, it's uh, at the Cozy Cuddle on Instagram and all the, th oh, the Cozy Cuddle Fish at Instagram and all the things. And it's the Cozy for the for that. Right now, we're going to talk Harry Chapin, uh, Laura Kempton. We're going to talk Harry Chapin. What do you, what do you, why? You're even younger than I am. And I shouldn't like Harry Chapin. Uh, yes, he died 10 years before I was born. So, Oh, my God. Yes, I looked that up. Um, so blame my parents, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, when Are your parents was, in their 70s? Um, no, they're in their 60s. Okay. <laughs> but they did see him live. They did? They oh. did. Apparently, he was fantastic live, much better than Gordon Lightfoot. Well, thank goodness. Now that we know. So, very important uh, yes. information. Very, very important. So, <laughs> okay. All right. So, what? All right. Let's let's do. You gave me a list of. It's yeah. somewhere in my on this phone that I'm going to ignore for a second. Talk to me about early Harry Chapin. What do you What do you yeah. know? So, when I was growing up, we would go camping in a getaway van. I don't know if you've ever seen these, the camper van. <laughs> okay. Um, we had. Is it a pop up four... getaway van? Okay. No, I mean it was tall. There was a little bunk bed up top, and that's usually where I slept. And like sure. all my siblings were there, and then I was at a tent. But, <laughs> mm -hmm. 
But yeah, we had about four cassette tapes we would listen to. The Beach Boys, The Beatles, Peter, Paul, Mary, and then a Harry (laughs) Chapin tape. But it wasn't a studio one. It was recorded off the radio from a memorial program a radio station did after he died. So it was a full tape, but it was recorded off the radio. And so... That yeah, is that is real golden hour right there. Uh, I remember recording things. Uh, I recorded a fair amount. Did I? Or was it my sister Darla who recorded Dr. Demento off of the radio, <laughs> onto cassettes, and then would listen over and over again? Um, it was cheaper than actually buying music. But uh, so, wow. Did, so it was a memorial. So they played all the hits? Yeah, pretty much. And then when CDs were a thing a bit later, my parents bought a two disc, like best of, I think it's called like the gold medal collection or something. And I think I own that. Sure. I know every song on that. And then at some point later, we got dance band on the Titanic, which is another disc. So those were the only discs we actually had. And then as an adult, I randomly bought a concert DVD. Wow. Just so I could watch it. Okay. Oh, right. <laughs> DVD. Wow. That yeah. is a, that's a video of Harry Chapin. First of all, Harry Chapin. Um, when was, did you get, let's get some, spe- some details on this guy. When was he born? Uh, I have a Google doc. Uh, 1942. <laughs> wow. Uh, so 42, he would only yeah. be like 81 now if he yeah. were still alive. Yeah, he died when he was 38 or 39. I'd have to look at the months. But Oh my god, yeah, he died relatively younger every day, by the way. Yeah. Or 38. Um so uh but I will say car crash. I do remember that. Yeah. Wasn't he Drunky Drunkerson? Did he have some Not sort of Not that I know of. Okay. I think it was just a tragic he was on Long Island, got taken out by a semi. Oh, I'm so glad it wasn't Billy Joel who killed him. Uh, yeah, he's no. been Billy Joel's been in a lot of accidents. Uh, oh, I didn't so, know that. Yeah, yeah, Billy Joel it's funny has. Funny you a, say that. Yeah, because there was a documentary they did about Harry Chapin that I just learned about because I was obsessively thinking about it in preparation for this um, <laughs> about Harry Chapin. It came out about three years ago. It's on Amazon if anyone's interested. And they were interviewing Billy Joel. He was like one of the Billy Joel used to open for Harry Chapin. That makes sense. That makes sense because yeah. he's slightly. slightly younger or in or at least slightly less popular because i think when so harry chapin what year did he die uh 81 81 that's right okay i'm a hundred years old and in (laughs) 1981 i remember being sad about it and i went to college my whole life so well (laughs) he would appreciate that because he wrote some real sad songs he really did What, uh, yeah, so what, talk to me about, um, about your favorite songs. Yeah, let's just go there first, I guess. Oh, I can, I can do that. So my personal favorite Harry Chapin song is A Better Place to Be. You know, a classic tale of a one-night stand turning into another one-night stand. Oh, wait a minute. Oh my God, I wish, the the little man (laughs) in the bar, I wish I had caught up on my Harry Chapin now, and I will. Uh, first of all, <laughs> track number one on what will now be a Spotify list, or in my case, Amazon Music, because I accidentally pay them $7 a month instead of Spotify. Um, but, okay, so a better place to be, I actually want to hear some lyrics on that, because that's that's kind of his gold right there. I mean, they're usually pretty catchy, yeah. the hook. I mean, that the one where it's, you know... Um she was so damn beautiful. She could warm a winter frost. Oh, sometimes. Like cool sure. Boy. I stammered and, out some words. <laughs> it's beautiful. But actually he, the best part, the best line. Well, the two best lines. As her clothes all tumbled around her, I could feel my heart. Oh. That's what I was listening to when I was 10. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> Getting some action. Then that where it crescendos right at the end. And I know we both have been so lonely. Just, oh. Good stuff. I'm yeah. trying not to think because no he one wants so... to hear that. If you want to lose all your listenership. Oh my god. <laughs> He's so lonely. He's so, He's so lonely. He's so lonely. But they got the bartender and the little man get together at the end of the song. Because it's better than being alone. You so know, it's someone interesting. is a better way to be. Oh well, sure. It's a better place to be. But yeah, here's here's my song. here's my question. Is he the little man in this story, do you think? Or is he is this a tale of another man who is little? This one? 
I, some of the songs I know are very autobiographical or like literally pulled out of newspaper lines. This one, <laughs> I'm not so sure. How it has a bit of a bird's eye view kind of lyric yeah. to it where you're like, it's a little guy and some big lady. Yeah. Uh, who's the bartender, like yes. the, the, the wait staff. The big old friendly broad. She's a big old friendly broad she and is. he's a little man. Yes. Neither neither of those two things particularly flattering at this late date. Uh, <laughs> so, but let me tell you that uh, they find love in the end. So screw you, okay. Harry Chapin. Well, it's uh, not except even for, love. It's like just companionship. Like it is not love. It might not even be companionship <laughs> because it's a morning in the bar. Yeah, like it remember is. The place there just opened up. Yeah, there there we're talking nine ten o'clock in the morning. She's working. He's clearly available either just got yeah. off work or is the kind of guy who goes to a bar at nine in the morning i know them it happens it's and a day drinking she recognized him she was like where have you been he hadn't been there for a while so he was a regular oh well that's not a one night stand that's you know that's well, hooking up with someone you know well he's sad and she's like what's wrong he's like well i just met this gorgeous lady and then she ran off the next morning when i went to get food he was gonna get <gasps> breakfast Oh, like he had already get, gotten some action? Yeah, with this other lady at the bar. Wow, he gave her this guy's... Oh, my goodness. And then he's telling the story to the bartender, and then the bartender gets all emotional. He's like, I wish I was hot and you would take me home. And he's like, all right. Oh, my goodness. This sounds so exactly how... It's not a love story. This is the thing about Harry Chapin. I think I do remember this song and going... Well, that's how I should pick up guys. Yeah. I totally. wish I was hot and you would take me home yeah. because guess what? That line works. It does. Yeah. You're t I, I, for the, for the, my material, I have uh, tightened it up to this needs a tune up. You want <laughs> in, but more romantically, I could say, I wish I was hot and you would take me home because that would actually, that would get some action. Uh, if anybody's looking to take their lives into their own hands and uh, and head home with a regular, uh, you should totally do it. Uh, you might even fall in love. Do you think that they st that there's no this is your favorite song? It is. There's something about there's this crescendo right at the end where it's just it builds up to just like we're just both so lonely. It's better to be lonely <laughs> together than lonely alone. <laughs> oh, my God. I wonder if there's an ad on this because I kind of want to play it even though YouTube will hate me for, for playing a song, but I'm going to take it to the end here. Not wait a minute. Is this a 10 minute? This is a classic. That's not, mm, he's got Harry longer ones. I know, but Harry Chapin and his 10 minute think, songs. It's not 10 minutes. It's like, it five says minutes. it's nine minutes and 59 seconds. Is it a lie? Is it a live version? Cause he's very chatty in concert. So there's probably a lot of, you bet. You, I, I think it does look like a live version. It's yeah. not even playing. So what do yeah. I know? Right. Um, yeah, it is. No, no. It's just the cover. The Greatest Stories Live. Actually, it's from the Greatest Stories Live album. Yeah, that's one of his albums. Yeah. And I had that album. That isn't actually an album I do remember. Uh, that must have been the only album. I think I had individual albums as a child. Uh, but uh, I think I just had that one during college. Um, so... That's hilarious. What about, let me, I'm just going to cut right to the elephant in the room for me with Harry Chapin. And it's the one where the baby dies of starvation. The baby dies of starvation. Oh, you don't know that song? I don't know that one. Oh, pardon me while I put oh, the mic man. down so I can type with two hands. I have a mic stand. I'm There's a grown up a lady. baby song? I mean, I'm not, I shouldn't There's, be surprised. You shouldn't because no, no one, no one is more than willing to kill a baby than Harry Chapin. In a song. In a song. We should all make that very clear. Uh, let's see. Sorry. It is. Uh, let's. Okay. I don't know if you should check it or if I should, but I'm gonna. I don't know. Harry Chapin uh, Baby Dies song. And I, sh I, a lot of people do a lot of research before they have people. The shortest story. That's what it's called. Oh, yeah. Shortest. I don't know. That and. Yet it's still two and a half minutes long, the song. The song is still two and a half minutes long. Well, I will it's have a classic Harry Chip. Well, there's the song yeah. where the town gets crushed by that? a rock. No. 
<laughs> There's a song that gets crushed by. Okay, I can't express to you how funny that is. I'm going to share this. You're going to get to see other. Yeah. Guess what happens? Okay. Uh, she, that baby dies. That baby dies. I am born today, but the baby doesn't have any milk. Mama doesn't have any milk. The ba- She was malnourished to begin with. And after two minutes and 27 seconds, that baby dies. I bet that was based on a real story. That's how <laughs> that had to be like somewhere. a, was he a reader? Do we know? Um, I, like I said, I know some of the stuff was directly taken from like newspaper articles. He was very political. Like he did oh, a lot of fight hunger. Oh, did he? Did like, he do? Ton of stuff. Oh, that's neat. Like half I his didn't... concerts were benefit. And there's like this photo of him with Jimmy Carter, like where he was like pushing this like world hunger stuff. And they, there's still a couple organizations that still got the root. Oh, from oh that. that he, that the, oh, the the royalties still go to them? Um, Not the royalties. Like they're just, they take them on they're like world hunger year there was him in this i think he used to be a catholic priest still something again it was in the documentary <laughs> um, oh fair enough <laughs> started all these charities and like harry was just very determined to like single-handedly end world hunger okay well good for him that's yeah. i mean i i mean there's there's so what's the saddest song if it isn't the baby dying the shortest well, I song i haven't heard the baby dying so that might be the saddest song oh <laughs> I mean, it's sad in a different way, but there's Mail Order Annie, which is... Mail Order Annie? Yes, about a guy who gets a Mail Order Bride. Oh. How does that work out for him? Um, It's just sort of when they meet, and it's very melancholy. (laughs) Well, now, why do we... I know why... I know why I listened to Harry Chapin in my late teens and early 20s. Why do you listen <laughs> to Harry Chapin? Is it because of the childhood of, with your family? That's definitely a big part of it. Like, I don't know how to drive long distances without listening to Harry Chapin. Went on a two-hour car ride <laughs> a couple weeks ago, or a week ago, 4th of July. And one of the directions was the Harry Potter. Or had Harry, to be a Harry, Harry Potter. Harry Chapin. Had to be a, wow. Oh, my God. Talk about a sad story. Oh. It's a... Uh, did you did you read about the 200 pages of camping? Uh, <laughs> those last two books had so much camping. Anyway, um, yeah, the yeah over two hours. That's yeah that. Yeah. Uh, but to listen to a two hour concert of Harry Chapin might actually make me want to cut myself. <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot because, but I remember I would listen because. And my roommate in college was like, why? Why are you listening to this? It's so down. And I said, because whenever I'm depressed, no one is more depressed than Harry Chapin. Well, and it's also like it's depressing, but it's inspiring. It's sort of like you can turn and not be sad. <laughs> okay. Like you're never alone kind of thing. Because I also right. felt yeah. that about it. I also felt like I was like, okay. I'm, I can't possibly be more, dep- my life is better than whatever's happening here. Like some people, I think watch reality television for this reason, but, um, but I think I listened to Harry Chapin because I was like, well, he's super sad. I bet you I, and sometimes I would do it to have a good cry. Oh yeah, totally. Although usually if I'm crying at Harry Chapin, it's cause I'm sad he's dead. Not cause oh, okay. it's a song. So. Interesting. Interesting. What else did you learn in the, uh, in the documentary? Have you read any books? What else? I haven't read any Harry Chapin books. I have not done that. I did learn his son was almost in the car with him. <gasps> he wasn't. A, a, oh, right, right. His, yeah, uh, but okay, so his son scary. lived. Yes. That, yeah, that is... he's got, so he has two biological kids and three adopted kids. His wife and all the kids, as far as I know, are still alive. He's got his brothers, Tom Chapin. He's still doing stuff. I saw him live as a child. Actually, he's very prolific. He's got like twenty albums. He's a lot more lighthearted. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's got funny yeah, yeah. Songs. I bet <laughs> he's got funny songs. Well, I'm kind. Of, what's his uh, brother's name? Is Tom? Tom. He has another Tom brother Chapin? too, but that's the one I know. Yeah, Tom Chapin. Those are the two, essentially the uh, the two musical. Well, uh, I know there's another one and they were like in a band together before Harry Chapin did his thing and he got kicked out of their band. He went to and did 
something in Africa and came back and they're like, there's no room for you in the band. And then he did his own thing after that. So, Oh, well, fair enough. Right. <laughs> Come on. And, uh, yeah, the, uh, so what, what I'm doing right now is scrolling through what you sent me. Oh yeah. Uh, his dad was musical. Is that what I'm yeah, hearing? He was his a daughter really is musical? famous drummer and his daughter, Jen does kind of jazzy singing stuff. And he's like a second cousin of what's it? Whoever Chapin Carpenter. They're oh weird. They're like distantly related. Okay. So um so he had one wife, which yes. makes him kind of unique in music as well. Yes. Though I'm sure any number of musicians are like, that's a little judgmental. Comics yeah. don't stay married, Jackie. And one anyway. of his popular songs is actually about kind of how they met, and which is interesting. That's something I just learned because it's about adultery. <laughs> Oh, ho, ho. Um, what song is this? Well, it's, it's, it's heavily implied in song. I want to learn a love song, which I think is my mom's favorite Harry Chapin song. Okay. <laughs> um, All right. And so, yeah, it's a young man trying to teach guitar lessons. And there's a, <laughs> an unhappy wife. And they sat on the couch and they sang and talked till they could not sing no more. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. and in 19, they got married in 66 and he was born in 42. So he would have been 24 years old. Yeah. What do we know about his wife? Is she older than him? I'm not sure. Possibly because she had three kids already. Oh, wow. Yeah. And if she was 24, holy smokes. So uh, I don't, I didn't yeah. look up how old she was. I don't know as much about her. She actually wrote the lyrics to Cats in the Cradle. It was a poem she wrote oh. and he put it to music. What? Yeah. So his most famous That's... song his wife wrote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and thank God she's still getting the royalties on that. Um holy smokes. I that is fascinating to me because Cats in the Cradle, of course, is one of the Oh yeah, she's eight years older than him. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So and so she was all uh she is eighty nine years old. And, um, she wrote Cats of the Cradle. She did? Yeah. She yeah. looks good for 89. She really does. She looked great in the documentary. So, and that, like I said, I think that came out in 2020, so. All right. And she is also the mother of Jennifer Chapin, mm -hmm. who is a singer as yeah. well, which you told me she sings some sort of jazz. Yeah, she's got more um, of a bluesy, jazzy vibe than Harry did. Yeah. I've only heard her sing some of his songs, so I don't know her work as well. But. Just a little side question for you. Uh, did your parents ever encourage you to listen to Bruce Coburn? No, not it's spelled Cockburn, C-O-C-K-B-U-R-N, <laughs> uh, which is it's pronounced Coburn probably on purpose. He's a Canadian singer, a little bit like Harry Chapin for me. Sign of the same era, also a little sad but a little more rage. Oh, yeah. Not quite so, uh, full of forgiveness. Uh, he has, Bruce Coburn has a very famous song called if I had a rocket launcher, uh, you sons and sons of bitches would die or something like that. <laughs> that's, that's some serious seventies rage right there. That's seventies peace, Nick rage. That's what that is. Uh, that guy probably ended up, uh, founding cryptocurrency. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The mystery. But uh, yeah, so I want to learn a love song. That's uh, going to be track number two on, <laughs> uh, on 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 the songs when I make my track list, and I will. Uh, just because I like Harry Chapin. Yes. Cats of the Cradle is going to go on it, whether you want it to or not. Well, you uh, tell because people, it's the best. I'll say, oh, I like Harry Chapin, and they go, "Who?" And I go, "The guy who sings Cats of the Cradle." Like, oh, that guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> we probably should open with that. People probably listen this far and have no idea who we're talking about <laughs> up to this point. And like, oh, why that do guy. why do I think my demographic is like, no, no, we know, and it's so funny because the music episodes of the Dork Forest are usually so very painful, uh, where I am like. Miley Cyrus, who? And, uh, but uh, I, I was on a music podcast yesterday, uh, Howard Kramer's, uh, it's a chart, it's the top five of the week, and it's called Who Charted? 
<laughs> yeah, we're just going to let that sit there for a second. Uh, Harry, Ch- uh, so uh, Howard Kramer and his buddy Mike uh, do a podcast. It's called Who's Charted? And they do the top five songs of the week and the top five movies of the week. And so we recorded that yesterday. I have no idea when that will go up. But I have to tell you, my job was to pick a song that was out in the last four months that I, that I liked. So I had to look up and I looked up who has new albums in the last four months. And it turns out Miley Cyrus does. And um, I liked a song that literally sounded like it was written in the 70s by like Carol King. Oh, that could be good. It's called Flowers. And Lovely. it's about how she can buy her own fucking flowers. It's all right that this is over. And that's <laughs> those aren't the lyrics, but that's essentially the... You can buy your own flowers. Everyone should buy you can their own buy flowers. Your, Buy your own flowers. Don't worry about it. Don't sweat it, I say. And uh, so uh, Cats in the Cradle going to be going to be number three, because I remember, I don't know, it sounds like you got to hang out with your parents. Yeah, more than I probably wanted to. But, you know, that's <laughs> but surely more than. Yeah, they're still around. I saw my mom the other day and was telling her about this. And she's like, oh, no, they're not. <laughs> they let you listen to this horrible music. Like, mom, it's Harry Chapin. Uh, the Internet will be fine. Uh, <laughs> the internet the yeah they can it's handle not, it you're, exactly it's uh uh when will i do the tupac it uh <laughs> you know your huge uh, obsession with tupac what's the song oh it isn't cats of the cradle that i'm thinking about of it's um one tin soldier uh do you, i don't know if you remember that song i don't know it as well it's, it's the but you you know you're you know what i'm talking about though vaguely and it's a it's an anti-war song yeah and it's uh yeah and uh it is also not by bruce coburn <laughs> and uh but it is i remember singing it um to my nephew when he was in his crib and my sister-in-law going don't sing that hippie crap at my son <laughs> and uh that young man by the way very left wing <laughs> guess who wins aunt jackie hi <laughs> So, uh, yeah. So, cats of the cradle. So, what about yeah? Well, if you so to redeem my parents, so they don't, so you don't think I was this corrupted Ute, as the <laughs> children say. Um, so, I don't know if you're familiar with the song "Taxi." It's probably second most famous song that very famously features the line "flying high and getting stoned" throughout yep. the song. I did mm-hmm. not know what that meant till I hit middle school. No, uh, I, I didn't no know what it meant until I, I was in college. Yeah. I, did you ever watch Grease as a child? Oh, yeah. That was interesting to rewatch. Fil- it's, it's, yeah. You're like, this is filthy. What on earth was anyone thinking? But there isn't a 10 year old girl in the world who wouldn't love Grease if she saw it. Yeah. Like, kids do it for like the school musical. <laughs> they have to change some words, but. Oh. Uh, it is uh did you get any anyway so yeah no so taxi i remember when i realized that he was high and he was trying to get laid in the cab and um i think all of his songs he's trying to get laid isn't he what uh, do you think a, a good chunk of them not the all ones of them. where he's not killing babies right and yeah i'm looking i have my own little list next to me that's why i keep looking at trying to think how many of those <laughs> right 50 percent you know but yeah, so because Taxi then has sequel that goes with it, which is the sequel to Taxi. It's called sequel. It's called and sequel, and it's the sequel to Taxi. It picks up with yeah. it. It's like ten years later or whatever. Right. And I want to know. I hope that he's not. A, it's beautiful, and it has one of the right, best. They run lines. into each. They run into each other again. What is the the best line in sequel? So in sequel, it's um. Uh. I guess it's the sequel to our story from of the journey between heaven and hell. Half the time thinking of what might have been, half thinking just as well. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, and it's so true though. Yeah, I have realized. to tell you. So that one's not depressing. They, they. I have, I have to say, they, 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 you know, meeting back up with old friends at different points in your life and seeing how time has changed and that you're doing better and. Yeah, some people are doing better and some people aren't in that song. And I think that Harry Chapin, the guy in the cab, is not doing better. Well, he's in the cab in the first one. So in Taxi, he's driving the cab and then she gets in the, right. the taxi and they were high school right. high school sweethearts. 
possibly oh. lovers. They learned about love mm-hmm. in the back of the Dodge. But the lesson oh, had go. gone too far, mm-hmm. so interpret as you will. Third, third base? Third yeah. base? Okay. But, but she's an actress and she's all famous, but she's clearly unhappy. And then later uh, in sequel, he's a singer now instead of a taxi driver and he goes to look her up and she's not in the fancy house he dropped her off at anymore but they get the forwarding address and she's in an old brownstone and she finally likes herself and they probably sleep together <laughs> <laughs> but she wouldn't take okay, the money this... that he left <laughs> right she gave him a hundred I think at the end of the taxi twenty dollars at for the end of taxi twenty dollars oh that's right thank you fifty fair you guys, we're going to take a quick break here and we're going to find out if there's a commercial. My ad, my ad, my ad. I'm about to do an ad. Rangers, uh, this is an ad for Factor Meals. That's right, Factor Meals. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. It is hotter than all heck out in the world right now. And I don't want to cook. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. And wholesome, convenient meals. And they support a sunny, active day. Very exciting. So, But it can help you fuel up fast. And it's flavorful and nutritious and ready-to-eat meals delivered right to your door. You save time. You eat well. You stay on track reaching your goals. It depends what you're goals are, right? So they have like, first of all, they're super fast. I was worried about it because I don't have a microwave, but you can cook them in your conventional oven. That's right. Or a toaster oven. And they cook up in like seven to 10 minutes. Yeah. So they kind of look like uh, microwave meals, but they're de- freaking delicious. I swear to God, I had the chicken with black pepper. I, it was a pork chop with black pepper. I had the chicken with cheesy grits. Uh, yes. Hello. They were both uh, delicious. So, but if you're ready to feel your best while making the most out of your summer adventure days, you can stick to your wellness goals with premium ready to eat meals featuring high quality ingredients, such as broccolini, leeks, asparagus. There was Brussels sprouts in one of the ones I had. Treat yourself to a 34 plus weekly restaurant quality options like bruschetta shrimp risotto, green goddess chicken, a grilled steakhouse filet mignon ready in two minutes. Uh, I have not yet gotten that one. Uh, I don't mind the idea of two minutes. I also don't mind the idea of seven minutes. I have seven minutes. So they have calorie conscious options as well. They're uh, delicious dietitian approved calorie smart meals. Uh, so they... They come in around 550 calories per serving. There's a good sauce. There's a nice side veg. And uh, you can, they also have smoothies, by the way. They come with um, uh, smoothies that come with it too. So you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of add-ons, including those smoothies. But they have breakfast items like an apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, potato bacon and egg breakfast skillet. Uh, They have beverage options like uh, cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. I got a bunch of smoothies. They were delicious. I believe I had the tropical. And then they also had a strawberry. Whatever. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions. And they source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices. And feature sustainably sourced seafood in their meals. So you can get seafood, you guys. Yeah, they have all different kinds of food. You can do it. This July, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy the fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. You don't have to shop. You don't have to cook. You don't have to worry about picking stuff. And it's always stuff that I wouldn't have picked myself. So it's usually delicious. Uh, a lot of them ready in just two minutes, especially if you have a microwave. No prep, no mess. And the call to action is you're going to want to head to factormeals.com slash dork50 and use code dork50 to get 50% off. The code is dork, D-O-R-K, 5-0 at factormeals.com slash dork50 to get 50% off. Let's get back into the show. Was there one? We're back. Hi, I'm here with uh, Laura Kempton, K-E-M-P-T-O-N. But she's got a crafty blog, and it's called The Cozy Cuttlefish. And if you go to thecozycuttlefish.com, it'll be in the notes. Um, it's also on Instagram, and you will learn about uh, crafties, craft things, craft things. But right now, it's the greatest episode in the world. It's about Harry Chapin. Anyway, welcome back. Uh, okay. So we have Taxi and the sequel. Does that count kind of as one song? I put the, I always listen to them together. I feel incomplete if I don't listen to both. So, and they never put them together. Even on the greatest hit CD, they're on different CDs because it was a two disc set. Right? Like, no, right? You can't, they need to be next to each other. Back to back. I need the story because it's got a, a fairly uplifting ending. It really does. That one's. 
that one. They both like themselves, if I remember yeah. correctly, at the end of the sequel. They yeah, do. they're both pretty happy. Yeah. He's happy because he's a successful singer, and she's happy because she's uh, no longer living in a bazillion dollar house, but she's just now living in what is clearly now a $3 million brownstone. <laughs> yeah, it reads a little. It's a little different in this day and age. Anything in San Francisco <laughs> Right. And that's the other thing. It took place in San Francisco. It did. And it's a cab driver in San Francisco. So this is when you could hail a cab in San Francisco. Because uh, I don't think that that's happening much either. It's it's a lot of Uber, Lyft. And then if you see a cab at a hotel uh, <laughs> is how that is played. What else you got? Uh. What's your next Mr. Tanner. So that one is pulled out of a newspaper article that he read of this horrible review of this guy's singing. And he wrote a song. He, the way I think of Harry Chapin songs, they're like when you're sitting somewhere and people watching like at the airport or the park or whatever, and you, you make a whole story about this little glimpse of someone's life you see, and then you put a whole backstory. That's, that's his songs. (laughs) Like it's what you think of when you're looking at people. That's, Oh, right. He wrote the best song, but it was the worst song or something, right? No, he just... It was, he, it was something... He was in Iowa or something um, like that, right? Dayton. Dayton, Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. Ohio, and, yes. And uh, he, he was the cleaner and all his friends loved you guys, his singing. If you go to YouTube and you watch at like minute 30, you will get to see uh, Laura Kempton close her eyes, picture the song, <laughs> and then go, Dayton, Ohio. Okay. <laughs> I gotta awesome. play the song in my head and I'm trying to not sing it out loud. Just again, okay. no one wants to hear that. My son doesn't even want to hear that. It's no mama. Oh. <laughs> um how many sons do you have? Um, do you have children? How kids. many children? We don't know each other. No. <laughs> uh what uh, uh how old are your kids? Uh two and a half and three months. Oh my gosh. They're little. That is they're little. You look like you're either in a hotel room that loves swords or you love swords. My husband loves swords. He does HEMA. We would, we would, your friend, your husband yes. and my husband would be friends. And then oh, and, right, right. on top of this dresser here, uh, you may be able to see giant D&D figures. Oh, and yes. I, there's a very large tree that's from a hex tile that he did a Kickstarter for, for the D&D. He's a what dungeon I'm master. I'm telling you. Rangers, email me. Tell me you want to be on the show. We're probably going to be friends. You don't know it. We would be friends if we hung out anywhere near each other. Uh, and my husband would be psyched to talk about D&D uh, and swords. We have, uh, I'm almost tempted, and I'm doing it. One moment, please. Tell a Harry Chapin story for a second. Hello, I missed that story. I it wonder was, what it was about. It was about nothing. I couldn't think of anything, and I froze. So that's great oh, content. Did you just... I just you, yeah, you might have been riffing. You could have been riffing, just uh, pa- pandering. As I show you, a resin. Ooh. This is is a sword that was in the extras used it in Zena the Warrior Princess. Because he went to a prop sale and there was a stack of them. <laughs> and they were $3 each and he bought like a dozen of them. Here's a scimitar. <laughs> It's pretty amazing, and they are not sharp because they are made of resin. Anyway, good times, you guys. Those aren't sharp, but they are hefty. He does and pointy, um, pointy, so pointy. He does um, historical European martial arts Hema with them. So oh, he whacks people with neat. them. I think he's actually going to go okay. do that tonight. But okay, I have to say that the first gift Andy ever gave me—I think it was the first gift—was a replica of Sting from Lord of the Rings that actually lights up blue. And if you, if it's when it's turned on, if you hit it, it makes a clanging noise. <laughs> so, uh, yes, I have swords. We have them. I have had to resist the urge multiple times in my life to buy a replica of Andril. That's the one I want. But. <laughs> uh, wow. You two belong to each other and it's <laughs> delightful to meet you. Laura Kempton, you guys. Crafty blog called the Cozy Cuttlefish. Now, Mr. Tanner, what's what's his jam? Yeah. So, Dayton, Ohio, cleaner, and all his friends love his voice. Like you, you know someone like that in your life. Are like, oh, that that person's a That's great right. singer. They they're fantastic. 
they should do it for a living. So they convince him to go. And so he spends all his life savings, goes to New York, does a concert and gets this shit review. And then he doesn't sing ever Even again. Even at home. Super sad. I do remember this song. Only to Only, Yeah. And then, so, fun thing. In a lot of Harry Chapin songs, you'll notice this other voice that's either really, really high or really, really low. It's the same guy. Harry Chapin himself singing really, really high or really, really low? No, it's Big John Wallace. So if you ever look at a video, it's this guy saying it's the bass player. Oh! And so, like, in that song, you can hear him in, like, this crazy high falsetto singing, um, Oh, what's that song? Fall on your knees. Uh, Fall on your okay. knees. Okay. <laughs> oh, Night Divine. Mm. That's what it's called. Christmas. Okay. There you so, go. And he's he's in Taxi. And then but then sometimes he does like a low. I I have to say that um Mr. Tanner may not go on this uh, list of eight songs by Harry Chapin. It's okay. It's not for it is- everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Mr. Right, right. I'm just like, oh, dude, you should. Because maybe because in stand-up comedy, you're consistently getting a bad review. Like, it's happening all well, the time. Well, and that one, yeah. So I, the story his wife told was that he, Harry had read, uh, the, it was based, it, the guy's name was slightly different, but it was based on an actual review he read. And he had gotten reviews like that when he was early in his career. So then he wrote the song around it. yeah. Because he could feel the pain. Right. <laughs> it's uh, And his wife was like, is it anything about playing catch with your dad? Come on. That was the hit. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Except it wasn't until his fourth album. That's when it was the fourth album that had Cats in the Cradle. Really? Okay. Because yeah. I think. I looked that you up. You looked that one up. <laughs> so do you have each of his albums also separately? Or do you just have a couple of concerts and. Yeah, a couple of concerts, the gold medal collection, I've kind of picked and chosen a couple things. And the other fun thing is like a lot of his songs will be slightly different depending on like which version it is. And so like Corey's coming. And I don't know if you know that we can talk about yeah. that one. Um, might be a ghost. <gasps> I do not know Corey's coming. Why don't I? Well, I'm actually um, looking forward to remembering with Corey's version. coming. Because <laughs> I grew up with a version that was like, I don't know, five minutes long. Yeah. You know, normal Mary Chase like, song. But then I found a version that had like two more extra verses. It's like nine minutes what? long. And it didn't really change the story. It just kind of filled it out. Oh, right. Just look. So, yeah, that more. one confuses me. I don't know. Worry. I don't know what's going on there. Very mysterious. He might be a ghost. And then my dad named her cat. Well, she might be. Corey might be a ghost. Corey is a girl. Okay. Lady. Okay. So, old John Joseph was a man with two first names. They left him in the railroad yard when they took away the trains. And only one run a week comes a rolling down that line. So all he's got to worry about is time. Uh, yeah, uh, that sounds like John Joseph is definitely a ghost. Uh, so he. No, he, he's oh, alive. He, no, he's definitely alive. I don't alive. know this song. I'm so totally he getting this one. And then there's a younger guy who goes and likes to have... So the, the first person of the song is this guy who likes to go to the railroad station and hear all these stories that old John Joseph tells and he loves all these stories and the best story that he always saves for last is about his Corey. Corey's coming. No more sad stories coming. A midnight moonlight morning glory. Oh my God. You have, is coming, you aren't have you, girl? got some lyrics in your mind there, sister. If I could take all the song lyrics out of my head, there would be so much. <laughs> we haven't even touched on musicals. Like I could sing certain musicals back and forth. How about not a good singer. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I like, you just lyrics. like lyrics. You like music, man. Hey, man. I li- I need to know the words. If I don't know the words, I, I don't. So it's hard for me to get into new music. because I. Well, let me tell you, uh, on Howard Kramer's podcast yesterday, I was introduced to a new, a new author, a new singer who isn't, can't possibly be new. Can't possibly. She's got, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to just tell you who she is. And her la- she's a country singer. I don't always like country music, but I sometimes like country music. And what is, it is, uh, come here, uh, recently played, um, Ashley McBride. Anything? Ashley McBride. I will say the, the, the song I picked was that flower song about buying yourself flowers. Uh, Ashley McBride kind of reminds me a little bit of Melissa Etheridge. And a little bit of myself okay. doing stand-up comedy in 1986, <laughs> where you're trying to be one of the guys, so you're hard drinking and hard fighting and hard fucking, and uh, nobody gives a shit. But uh, the guys are like, oh, she's fun. 
And uh, so that's what it feels like. It makes me a little sad to think that Ashley McBride in 2023 has to be that lady. But maybe she also enjoys being that lady because I kind of enjoyed being that lady. Uh, it can be a little fun. Yeah, right? Yeah, as long as you don't get like boxed into it and you have to right? do that. Then it gets stressful. As as, that's, that's when it's stressful. And if you get work out of it, it's uh, another bonus. So I am going to, I I might, I wonder, I wonder what's up with Corey. I, I kind of want to hear the Corey oh, yeah, song. So yeah. the story. Yeah. And then the town people. So the kid will go ask the town people like that guy's lived here his whole life and no one named Corey has lived here. He's making this up basically. Oh. And the man's like, no, no, she's real. And then the kid finds um, old John Joseph dead, you know, like you do. And there's only three people. <laughs> In a Harry Chapin song, is what you do. And then there's only three people at the graveside. The gravedigger, the priest, and the kid, or the guy, whatever. And then this woman shows up at the funeral. And he said, you know, are you a relative? She says, no, my name's Corey. You can say I was just a friend. Oh, my goodness. But then, at the very end, it switches to the, the first person guy is now living at the train station. And now oh, he's no. obsessed with Corey. So what's going on there? <laughs> I can't. I don't know. Is she a ghost? I don't know. We had a cat named Corey from the song. That's my dad's favorite Harry Chapin song. I have to tell you that that makes me so. It's literally. It's like, you know, when you meet people who are just happy in their lives, and you're like, "There's this one guy. He lives at the train station for his whole life, and he does this small job, but he enjoys his life a great deal." That guy dies, and in a classic Harry Chapin fashion, whoever's ta- telling that story, I'm going to live that life. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. So that one's pretty uplifting. Yeah. Okay. It's weird, but it's uplifting. Right. Yeah. What, uh, you got another one? What's another song that you... Oh, yeah. yeah. It turns well, out. a fun... Okay, we'll do a fun one. We'll do a fun one. 30,000 pounds of bananas. Do you know the banana song? I do know the... I had forgotten about the banana song, but it's yeah. hard to forget about the banana song. It's It's short and sweet. Except it's got four different endings. Oh, I did not know. <laughs> so again, it depends on what version you're listening to. So in some of the versions, he'll give all the endings. Actually, you should have known that because I have in that, that the live album, his greatest hits live. He did the the one with all the endings. And so then the catchphrase, Harriet sucks about various versions of the okay. ending. That's <laughs> comes from that. They had sold T-shirts that said Harriet. Oh, sucks. my goodness. I what, when he would. I'm getting the one with all the endings. That's the one I'm going to listen yeah. to because well, I was able to YouTube it very easily. Well, so fair enough. It's it's on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, 30,000 yeah, pounds, pounds of bananas. Banana. Right. It's just. I mean, it's basically there's a truck of bananas. And this one, I think, also came from a newspaper. Truck of bananas driving down the road crashes. And then he had to end the song somehow. And yeah. I have to tell you, the yeah. version that pops up. Uh, is an album called Ver- Verities and Balderdash. Is so that I don't think has all the ending. Right, but and yet it's still a five-minute song, still with that unapologetically five minutes forty-nine seconds. It's one of the great things about Harry Chapin. That dude does not care. He's like, yeah, so, yeah. There's a live one in eighty-one. That's the one I watched. It's okay. ten and a half minutes long. So <laughs> if you want to see that. Now, what's funny, the longest Harry Chapin song that I know is um, There Only Was One Choice. That one, I believe, clocks in at 14 and a half minutes. And it is this epic saga of this young kid going off to find his fame and fortune. And then it goes through this whole, like, like the American Bicentennial gets worked into it. <laughs> and then there's this like really like poetic moment where he's like, I just turned 34. That's when Keith and shake, you know, people die when, you know, that's the whole age when like famous people die young. Is that oh, right, right. And that's yeah. like. It yeah. was, yeah, it was before that rock yeah. star 27 the, thing happened. Yeah. The chorus only plays twice in 14 and a half minutes. So it's mostly instrumental. No, I mean, he sings the whole time, but it's like, it's not like verse, chorus, verse, chorus the whole time. Like, the, and it, it does the chorus once right at the beginning and then once right at the end where the title comes from. Yeah. 
And then the rest, it all changes. Like the whole dance band on the Titanic thing gets worked out. Oh, we could talk about that. That's very topical. What people. song is that? The there only was one choice. There, oh, that's the name of the song. <laughs> that's the name of the song. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I would have to say in currently that my there only was one choice. It would be to not listen to the whole song. But that doesn't you don't mean... Have to listen to- that, again, not for everyone. Don't put that one in the playlist. Yeah, I, I feel like I needed to mention it, but yeah. don't put it in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it might be nice. Uh, well, and the thing is, I usually go eight songs, and that would have been the ninth. Yeah. Ninth. Yeah. Uh, so um, yeah. I seem to. I my my mic is a little hot, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, I think it'll be fine if I turn it down a little bit. There we go. So um, yeah. Yeah. So he rose. You want to hear about the rock squishing song? (laughs) Which one? The rock squishing song. It's called the rock. It's very like I feel it's very appropriate for our time. I I feel like it'd be a good allegory for climate change, actually. Oh, so there's a town and there's a big rock over the town, and everyone's like, "Yeah, that's the rock. It lives there. It's fine." And this guy's like, "The rock's gonna fall on us. We gotta fix the rock." And everyone's like, "This guy's crazy." And so he goes up to try to fix himself. The rock starts to move. He dies under it to save the town, and they just laugh. Oh, wow. So wait, they never. Wait, if he doesn't, by messing with the rock, make the rock kill everybody, it just kills him. Yeah. So he, he sacrifices, but no one else knows it. And they're like, hey, where'd that guy go? And they're like, ah, he was crazy. But then oh the rock God. flips a little bit. So it's coming. It's coming. Oh, yeah. So that rock's still up there. Still it a is. threat. It it's been you guys. up there 100,000 years. I've been, I'm sitting in air conditioning. There's a reason for that. <laughs> um, what do you, oh, you remember that song? I want to learn a love song. Wait, oh, yeah. Did we already talk about that? We one? briefly oh, no. touched on it. That's the one that's based on how he met his wife. That's right. Yeah. That was, uh, I think that was, yeah, that was number two. Yeah. We talked about that. And, for- and we did talk about that one. We talked about it. You guys in minute 20 <laughs> and, uh, I take notes. I like to log so I can p- pull some, uh, Pull a pull, pull a nice clip out. Uh, so, uh, nineteen seventy four. That song. Yeah, I don't know. What about a better place to be? I'm just I'm I'm Sunday morning sunshine. Oh yeah, that one. You like cute. that? One? That that one's very upbeat. It's very. It's just. It's a pretty sweet love song. She brought her Sunday morning sunshine into his Monday morning rain. Oh, so there that you one, go. That one's a little like less of a story as some of the other songs. Right. It's just like, look at someone's cheerful and I'm a grump. So that's a good song. I don't mind that song. No, it's Have very, you heard uh, four my mom or five does seconds? Very distinctive little dance whenever she hears it, and that's all I can picture. <laughs> it's, it's not like a dance. It's just she kind of does a little like walk thing, a to shoulder it. move, yeah, and a little like yeah, her feet sure. do a little. And I just picture yeah. every time I hear that song. So. Sounds like your parents are living their best lives with their cats named after Harry Chapin songs and her doing a little dance. Good times. Good times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, W-O-L-D. Oh, yeah. That's. So that's about. That's that radio yeah, station. So right? it's the radio jockey who traveled around and ruined his marriage and then is trying to get right. his wife to take him back. But she's already moved on. He's like, oh, OK. And he's regretting <laughs> his life choices. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, wow. How about Sniper? That wasn't ten minutes. It I, says that one I don't particularly like. So I've only listened to. It. I have listened to it, but I I know that one's based on a historical, a real life yes. University of Texas yes. shooting in nineteen sixty six. I guess that's where I draw the uh, line on depressing Harry Chapin songs. <laughs> right, right. That baby real. one. You were just real. like, what is with the yeah, Mister Tanner? I'm just gonna. The mayor of Candor lied. I don't know that. Oh, get it? Get it? Because the the name of the town would be Candor, but uh, the mayor Hi. lied, so that would not that he didn't have any candor. It was released off of his 1976 album on the road to Kingdom Come, an album I owned, oh. and I never liked it. That was the one I think the baby one was on. That he was must have been going through a rough time when he wrote those. Yeah. Yeah, I think 1976 uh, or 
when you write the song in 75, probably, uh, it's a story of a poor farmer boy who wants to marry the mayor's daughter. He's willing to do anything, even blackmail his bride's father. I do remember this one. That sounds like That's I, right. I feel like I would enjoy that one. I'll have to go. Yeah. Oh, right. He ends up finding out that he's having an affair with his the mayor. He's going to blackmail him, but the mayor's having an affair with the boy's father. Oh. Oh. And then... There was a song uh, like that that it was in the 2000s or the 90s, Come and Go, mm-hmm. where it's like the the guy's trying to marry the girl and the dad's like, you can't date her. She's your sister, but your mom doesn't know. And then finally he tells the mom and then the mom's like, ah, it's fine. Your dad's not your dad. But your dad doesn't know. That's exactly how this one ends. I forgot about that one. Holy shit. What about Circle? Oh, that's like the Chapin anthem. They sing it at the end of like all their concerts and the other Chapins still do that. And they'll usually pull people in like different people to sing verses. And okay. So, Chapin anthem. That one's fun. <laughs> it's it's, that, it's very it? peppy it's... and there's usually clapping. And yeah, <laughs> they get the audience like clapping Yay. along, you know, so. It was never released as an official single, but has since become a huge fan favorite. And some people, including Laura Clempton. I'm going to get it right. Kempton. (laughs) I always want to put an L in your name for some reason. It's at the beginning. Uh, It's in the first name. (laughs) There is one. You just lost. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And uh, so remember when the music. What is that? That one's very sweet. It was on his last album and actually some of the words from it are. Oh, wait, no, I'm getting two songs mixed up. That one, his brother sang in his memorial, and that was very sad. But oh, okay. um, that one's it, it's definitely one that starts very simple, just him and the guitar, and then it kind of builds and adds in more instruments. And it's okay, very pretty. Yeah. yeah, it's there's three. No, the one versions. I was thinking of is yeah. um, I wonder what would happen has if a man tried to use his time on Earth to prove before he died what one man's life could be worth. I wonder what would happen to this world. Oh, you know what? So I that, do remember. That's on his tombstone or his gravestone, whatever the proper funerary terminology is there. There we go. Yes. It's, uh, I do remember that song. And I, I remember that one because that was inspirational. It, that, because, yes, that one's very inspirational. It was just like, oh, that's right. Don't just sit, sit around and I wonder what would happen if you gave a damn or made an effort right. or some sort. Remember, I was 21. Well, the, and, the t- subtitle of the documentary was "When in Doubt, Do Something." So he was a, he was oh, a very active, very like do it. activist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it's it's been a big thing recently uh, for me. I've seen a couple of people speak who talk about um, everyone knows what the problem is, and and they could even see what the solution is, except for that the solution won't fix the entire problem. So they're like, "Well, why bother?" And you're like, "Well." Because then you'll be a third of the way done with homelessness if you do something. I'll tell you, you know? I listened to a city council meeting last night that was exactly that problem where they're like, we're scared of unintended, con- unintended consequences. And they, they did nothing. Literally, oh my last God. night I was listening to my city council and that happened. And it was about housing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I well, oh, and I heard <laughs> I was listening to my lieutenant governor. And there that's because she was that's exactly what she said. Yeah. She said, you know, there's a lot of people who think they're like, well, it's not going to fix it. So why bother? And you're like, well, it will fix it for the 12,000 people that we do it for. And it won't fix it for the 100,000 people that we can't do it for yet. But if we start, it will have been started. And do let's something. start. Yes, do something, Harry Chapin says. Something is better than nothing. That is my motto at work when I'm trying to clean up the mess. <laughs> I like it. Uh, yes, uh, I will sometimes clean the floor in a half-assed manner. And then I will say, I half-assed clean the floor. Look how much better it is than it was. So much better. Just 10 minutes earlier. Yeah. So, uh, what? yeah, do you have any final? We got about five minutes left. What do you got? What do I got? I got, oh, Dancing Boy. That one's very cute. He wrote it about oh. his son. And that, although that one was if you cute. have children, it will make you cry. Yes. <laughs> so, so, but if you don't have children, they're like, oh, it's just a cute song about his kids. But it's, you know, his dream. And then especially, you know, since Harry Chapin died so young, there's a line about like, there, there's a time will come my dancing. Wait, no. Oh, I got it. 
see, I got to fight the urge to sing. <laughs> um, where daddy YouTube and doesn't want you. It. I know, I know. <laughs> no one wants me to sing. It's fine. Uh, daddy and his dancing boy will have dwindled down to one. The world will have taught you other steps to match the march of time. So you have yeah. to keep our dancing days dancing in your mind. I'm just like, can you uh, imagine if that was your dad wrote that? Oh, it'd kill you. Uh, it really would. It would just be Jeb. Oh, but it's very sweet. Ah, I lost an ear, but oh well. Oh well. So it took a dive. <laughs> uh, an earbud has gone down. It Don't worry about sad. it. It got too sad by the Harry Chapin stuff. It didn't exactly. want to. It. Exactly. Harry Chapin just lends itself to it. Well, uh, I have to say, I mean, it will end a little bit early unless you got something. What I else? Mean, yeah. His brother still singing stuff. So he's got funny songs. So okay. I think you would very much appreciate A Study is About to Begin, which kind of goes back to what we were talking about, where it's like, oh, there's this problem. Don't worry about it. We're working on it. We're going to do a study. We're going to mm-hmm. take care of it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. we're going to yeah. make so some effort. He can tell his wife, you know, oh, the lawn needs to be mowed. We're going to do a study and then just wait, wait for winter. <laughs> we'll sell it for hay. It's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. I haven't recorded any of the video. I forgot to record the video. Guess what? It's just an audio episode, everybody. Live it up. Well, I was that's so because we had a video segment in it, so that's great. That's <laughs> unfortunate. But I will say this, is that uh, I was so excited. I haven't been able to get um, guests to record locally. Oh. So it was so exciting that you were <laughs> recording locally that I forgot to record the Zoom. I mean, oh, that seems like a small thing to do for you, so. It's, I think, and so enjoy this classic, classic podcast of just a podcast, you guys. It's just an audio, beautiful moment uh, with Laura Kempton. And uh, here's the thing about Laura Kempton. Uh, she has a blog. It's a crafty blog, and it's at thecozycuddlefish.com. And um, if you go to at thecozycuddlefish on Instagram, that's also her Instagram for the Cozy Cuttlefish. Instagram, Tumblr, and Ravelry. Oh, what's Ravelry? Where you can get all the knitting and crochet pattern. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there'll be another episode, you guys, with Laura Kempton. And it will be about fiber. It will be about craft. And uh, I have this to say that um, I kind of want, because I kind of want to take a picture of you if that's all right, in because sure. I just because I like the idea of <laughs> of having the um the sword and uh, whatever. I don't know that it'll be used, but I can at least show it to Andy when we're done. And oh, yeah. tell uh, Andy all about the sword. I'm gonna tell Andy about the sword. I'm gonna tell Andy about your D and D characters. Oh, cool! Very cool. <laughs> and uh, I was just thinking about how I was just thinking about uh, how I would pause this video. And then restart it up because I talked to Andy at the end of the show and uh, I don't have to. <laughs> nope. Just going to just going to record things. <laughs> um, Laura, this has been amazing. We are at about an hour and I appreciate your time so much. <laughs> Thank you for Thank doing you. the show. And Rangers, you know, the rules out there. Take care of each other. Hi, Adal. How was the show? Well, I forgot to record the video. Oh, is that why we're just staring at each other now and not at the screen? That's exactly why we're staring at each other and not at the screen. Weird. Well, this was a hilarious uh, coincidence. Um, One of my listeners, Mm -hmm. a very nice woman by the name of Laura Kempton. Okay. uh, She said that she listened to 10 years of The Dork Forest during lockdown. Wow. She had a baby. Is she a Dork Forest dork? She almost is, except for that she finally emailed me when she read uh, the romance novel bit, the actual romance novel. Oh, okay. She was like, I recognize this part. <laughs> and then she emailed me, and then she said, oh, and by the way, I know you like Harry Chapin. I'm a huge Harry Chapin dork. Oh, and I said, hilarious. Please now. let us speak of Harry Chapin. Here's the other thing. She is a, a, a very multifaceted dork, much like many of our people. Sure. And uh, she has like a, a crafting blog mm. and her husband uh, has swords and is a dungeon master. Wow. And so they are our people. They for are sure. definitely our people. 
Uh, Harry Chapin, she had songs that I had never heard of. Uh-huh. And I had one song that she had never heard of. And I would like to say, good work, Laura Kempton's parents, who introduced her to Harry Chapin, for neving, never having them listen to the shortest, I think it's called The Shortest Life or something like that. It's the one where the baby dies. Harry Chapin sings a song based on a news story about a baby dying of malnutrition. Wow. Ripped from the headlines. Many of his songs, I understand, were ripped from the headlines Mm. and his own life. She had a lot of fun facts about Harry Chapin, quite honestly. Oh, yeah? Yeah, one of which is that Cats in the Cradle Uh was actually written by his wife. The lyrics. He did the music. She wrote the lyrics. I didn't realize that was a Harry Chapin song. That's what Laura Kempton said that we should have started out with because no one knows who Harry Chapin is. (laughs) Right. Uh, Harry Chapin wrote Cats in the Cradle and The Taxi. Okay. Remember the taxi song about the guy in the taxi? You will because I'm going to play some (laughs) Harry Chapin. (laughs) Yay, something to look forward to. (laughs) Something you never wanted to hear. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and he wrote a song called I Want to Learn a a Love Song. Okay. And she now believes... That that is about how Harry Chapin and well, it's about how Harry Chapin and his wife met, and they married in 1966. But he believes that that song is about adultery. Oh. <laughs> so, because she was she had three children and was married to somebody else. So and um, so he thinks that they were not divorced. She thinks that they were not divorced when uh, they uh, fell in love. Oh, I see. I see. But they were married from 1966. To 1981, when he tragically just died in a random car crash. Oh. And um, she was, I believe, eight years older than him. Oh. Yeah. He was born in 1942. She was born in 1934. Yeah, that's eight years. Yeah, I think. 34 or 36, so she might have only been six years older. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Well, wow. Isn't that interesting? uh, Yeah, good for him. Yeah, I guess. guess. And her. I guess. Because he was 24, which makes him an adult. Adult. Yeah, and her 30. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, within the half plus, half plus seven range, right? Half plus seven. Anyway, so I'm going to make a list okay. of many Harry Chapin songs, one of which is possibly about a ghost called Corey Cumming that I've never heard of, and I'm kind of looking forward to it. But it was a great episode. Wow. You, got, yeah. you have a big list here. You wrote down a lot of songs. I did. I usually write down eight. I've written down ten. Wow. All I right. may call a couple out. Sure. What are you going to do? Uh, I, I'll be, a, I'll, I'm sure I'll be a, uh, uh, trapped in the car with you. With these <laughs> this has been an episode of the Dork Forest and the bonus part with Andy Ashcraft, where we talk. I don't know how to end these yet, this bonus part. So I'm just going to say, you know, the rules out there. Oh yeah. We know the rules. Yeah. Take care we, of each other. We know the rules. <laughs> Do you know the rules? We know the rules. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. Thank we you. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?